cliffcentral.com. Here's Dr. Hanan, everybody. This is way more important. This is what we do on a Monday, mm-hmm. is we check in with Dr. Hanan, and it's time for It's Going to Be Okay. How are you, Doc? I'm doing well, guys. How are you? Good. Um, there's a big thing happening. It happens every year in South Africa, matric exams. And we don't, uh, we, we, I don't think we've discussed this with you before, but I'm sure some of your clients are uh, parents and some of them are, are, are people who are writing matric maybe or who are writing ex- exams at varsity. What do we advise people to help with the stress of exams? Because we know that schools worry about kids. Um, we, we, we're always concerned that we hear about suicide risks. Um, exams are very stressful things. And for some people, it may be one of the most stressful things you've dealt with so far in your life. What advice do you have? So um, let's first define what stress is. Stress uh, and eventually burnout comes from when two conditions are met. One, the stressor is of value to us. And two, I don't know how to handle that particular stress. So those two conditions. When you take one of those conditions out, there is no stress. So if I'm... Uh, stressed by something that's not important to me, then there's no stress. Or if I know what to do about it, then there's no stress. So when it comes to matric exams, or let's just take it one step back, my role as a psychologist is Mm -hmm. always to play with those two leverage points. I either make something not important to someone, and therefore there's no stress, or we teach them the framework, the method, the skill set, the blueprint to handle whatever's in front of them. When it comes to matric uh, exams, you can't work with, well, it's not important. You can't decrease the value of it because if it's not important, then that's an issue to to you or to your child. If your child feels that matric exams are not important, that's a completely different uh, uh, kettle of fish. That's a completely different challenge. It is important. So the only way that we can reduce stress is by teaching them the framework. And I always tell parents and children that are going through any form of an exam or any test because they will be judged and uh, their future will be judged by this by this particular point and the success or failure at this point is to create a framework. I really want to highlight how important a framework is. The moment you have a method, the moment you have a system, the moment yeah. you have a blueprint, the moment you have a schedule that is bigger and more robust than the stressor, then you feel in control. The moment the stressor is more robust than your method, that is when you're going to feel stress and that's when you're going to burn out. So step number one is prepare. Get prepared for your exam. If you're going to walk into the exam and you're not going to know and you're not going to feel as though you know your work, well, there's no way that you're going to be confident enough to overcome the stress. So well, there are many things, but... The first thing that I always want to advise is have a framework. Be prepared. Be well-versed in the subjects you're about to write, which is the first starting point. We can go through the rest of the points now. Okay. I mean, you, you say you can't decrease the importance of matric, but also perspective is important here because you can always rewrite matric. I mean, it's not very nice to have to do that. But if the worst case scenario is you fail a certain exam, you can rewrite that subject. And it's not the end of the world. And these days, yeah. I don't even think they publish the results like they used to. So you don't even have to worry about being embarrassed about your result, which 
I think it's important for kids to learn some of these hardships too, Doc. And frankly, if the hardest thing you've ever done is your matric exams, you haven't had a very hard life. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, yes, of course you can rewrite it. And I'm, uh, I always say to people, you know, failure is only failure if you stop. If you learn from it, if you develop from it, if you level yourself up from the failure, then it's just been a success. And uh, because it's a learning lesson um, or it's a lesson learned, you know, so if we go through a failure and we level up and we, even if we fail again and we level up and even if we fail again and we level up, eventually when we win, we look at the failures as stepping stones to the success. So people ask me, how do I frame, reframe a failure? Well, the only way to reframe a failure is when you eventually make it a success. Then you can look back and go, that was a lesson learned. So you just yeah. got to keep on going. But uh, to turn to a matric student and go, well, listen, if you fail, you can rewrite it. If you fail, it doesn't matter. It's, that's a very hard sell because the truth is they, they compare themselves to their friends. They compare themselves to the people around them. They want to obviously have ambitions and their future is on the line. The future is on the line, even though they can take the failure and learn from it. It's a very hard sell. But again, if they are well-versed and well-prepared, they'll do well. So one of the things that, some of the things that you can actually do to help yourself through exams is this is the boring stuff, but this is the foundation of everything. Look after your body, mm. the trio, diet, exercise, and sleep. Okay. Diet, exercise, and sleep. And I know that's the boring stuff, but listen, that's, that's, this is not my theory. This has been in existence for hundreds of thousands of years. If you do not look after your body, you will not have the energy, the memory retention, the recall to be able to perform at your best. Try to take through three days, three, three nights of good sleep away from someone. See what happens. They start speaking gibberish. They start forgetting their names. They can't mul multiply seven by three. So right. make sure that you're getting good routine in terms of your sleep, in terms of your diet. So don't over-caffeinate yourself. Obviously, eat healthy, eat organic stuff. I mean, the things that really give you the right fuel to make sure that you're able to perform at your best and get some sunlight, go for a walk around. And I'm not saying run marathons every morning, but look after your body. So your diet, your exercise, your sleep, and make sure you get the right support. The best thing that I can offer is get the right guidance, whether a, a academic guidance, whether you get the right emotional guidance, and be efficient with your time you know we speak about the coin theory all the time but invest your time into things that create the most amount of value don't spend you know two hours on social media comparing your life to someone else yeah. don't look up youtube you know because youtube is really designed to keep you scrolling over and over again make sure that you maximize every minute of your day with the right people that help you become much more efficient and Doc, what about for parents and for guardians and for people who are looking after and, and trying to motivate and to keep uh, those people who are writing exams going? What, what about them? I mean, like, what are, the, what are the tips for them? So the tips for the parents is support your children in the schedule that you've created for them or that they've created for themselves. So I would advise parents to create a schedule with their kids and make sure that they support their child with their own with their with that uh, specific schedule. So a child will say to their mom, "Mom, make sure I'm up at this time. Mom, make sure I'm eating." So and if you can, as a parent, if you can support them with their diet, with their exercise, with their sleep, with their schedule, with their specific studying pattern, support them. But also as parents, I must tell you, as a parent, when your child is struggling, you're struggling ten times more. Uh, you never want to see your child struggle. So. 
make sure that the parents are also getting support by leaning on other people that make them feel much more in control and not compare their child to another child. Don't compare your life to another, another person, another parent's life. Make sure you're getting the right emotional support. Hi, Doug. Just to jump in here. Like, so what do you do? Okay, as the child, you do all these right things, right? But what about the pressure that comes from the parent? Like the, the parent who wants you to study, even though you have this great plan, you have this routine, you've told her the roadmap, and she's just like, ma, no, you need to study like 12 hours a day or something like that. Mm. That's, a, that's a good point. So that's why I say the framework, the blueprint, it needs to be airtight from the start. To finish, everybody must be on the same on the same page. So, for example, I'll see a child, and the child will say, "Well, I'll turn to the child and say, what do you want to achieve?' Okay, well, I want to achieve eighty percent for maths. Great. What do we need to do to get you to eighty percent for maths? I need to do X, Y, and Z on Monday, X, Y, and Z on Tuesday, X, Y, and Z on Wednesday, and so on and so forth until I get to the exam. If we don't know what to do, let's see on an academic, your tutor, your teacher, that will help us create that framework." to eventually get you to the 80%. And by the way, maybe the tutor will say to you, listen, 80% is not realistic. We should be aiming realistically for 60%. And for 60%, we need to do X, Y, and Z. Or, hey, 80% is not good enough. You can actually get 90%. So let the teacher or the tutor that knows your child calibrate you in terms of what they can achieve and the plan. Once we're in agreement with how many hours we should study, what are the key uh, KPIs, what we should be reaching by the end of the day, and everybody's on board. As a parent, you should support your child in getting exactly that. Don't wing it, because if you wing it and you don't have a plan, then a parent works at X, the child will only be able to perform Y, whatever that means, and there will be a sense of disappointment. Yeah. Make sure the plan is in check. Jeez, I don't know about you, Gareth, but I'm, I'm remembering back to 1994, uh, when we were in matric. And I mean, if we had even one years minute. Ago, 30 years, you old bag. <laughs> if we had even one minute, access to one minute of what the doc is saying now, it, it would have been such a precious gift. We didn't have any of that to rely on. We would get home from school. Our parents are probably not there. Uh, we'd, I don't know, eat beans out of a tin and like shove some sugar down our throats, have more cereal that we'd had that morning. Uh, yeah, we certainly wouldn't go for the apple. We'd be going for like the, the, the cook sister. And we would set our own hours for timing, for, for, for studying. Our parents really weren't involved. It was no. just like, oh, her door's, her door's closed. She's studying again. They might no. get ahead in that like 11 or 12 at night saying, are you still up? Okay. Okay, you do that. <laughs> I'm going to bed. See you in the morning. Good luck, lovey. <laughs> we, we just winged it. We had no I was trying to explain to someone the other day that it, we only started using computers in varsity. We, we used libraries. We didn't have study tips. Study tips. Just do the work. And um. on top of it, you know, we had the pressure. I mean, one of the things that really got me was uh, we stood in a line and greeted our headmistress as she was wishing us off for our study time. And she, she said to me, we're expecting great things from you, Leanne, because yeah. I'd done really well in the prelims. That pressure put me over the edge 
And I did terribly compared to what I could have done because there was no framework. No one was telling me how to handle that pressure. Yeah, and I mean, by the way, that's how people are leading their lives now. That's how people are leading their lives now. They, they're winging their lives. They're winging yeah. their work. They're winging their health. They're winging their marriages. And look what the outcome is. If you, if you wing it, you will at best get lost. And if you win, you're just lucky. It's not because yeah. you're talented. If you're in a forest and you don't have a plan to get out, you will get lost. And if you get out of the forest, you were just lucky. It wasn't because you were good. It's because you're lucky. So make sure that you have a framework to get you from point A to point B. Right. Please enjoy the support that you've got these days, guys, and use it. Goodness me. Good luck uh, to everybody who is writing exams. And um, let's, let's get some great results. No pressure, huh? <laughs> Thanks, Doc. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. Cheers. There's Dr. Hanan, and uh, we check in with him on a Monday. It's like part of what we do to make sure that we're on top of things. Cliffcentral.com.